last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. A little later than usual because of our interview with Pascal Donoghue before five o'clock. We're joined for the last word in health by Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care. Brian, thank you for joining us. Tell us all about alopecia, please. What exactly is alopecia? Well, uh, alopecia in a word is the loss of hair from areas that it's supposed to be. And it's a huge issue that affects an an enormous amount of people. Probably 50% of of human beings will suffer with some form of alopecia, with the most common form being what's known as androgenic alopecia, which is male and female pattern hair loss, which is a natural process that some people are genetically inclined to have. But there are other forms of alopecia which can require medical management such as alopecia areata um, where there can be patches of hair loss or a, 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 a global hair loss um, and also alopecia or hair loss can occur as a result of other conditions such as vitamin D deficiency, iron deficiency, uh, hypothyroidism and even stress and psychological um, factors can result in uh, temporary hair loss. Okay, so we're not talking here about the baldness that affects men as they become older, are we? Or are we? Well, when you refer, alopecia is a, a really broad term. So androgenic alopecia is, is a condition uh, that causes male pattern baldness. And it affects about half of men by the age of 50. But it also affects about a third of women by the age of 70. And it presents slightly differently in slightly different patterns. And what happens with those people is they have a genetic predisposition that testosterone, uh, the, the classic male hormone, but is very active in women as well, is converted to something called DHT. And if you have a genetic susceptibility, that causes the hair follicle in those people to recede. Effectively, the hair follicle goes to sleep, doesn't wake back up again, and then is reabsorbed by the body. Okay. And is there anything you can do about that? Well, uh, there are lots of advertised treatments um, and there are some effective treatments. Um, You sound like you're trying to be very diplomatic there, Brian. Well, you can. I think you have to be very careful for any condition that causes a lot of psychological distress. People can be um, very worried about it and at times desperate. And you just need to be careful that you're if you're going to invest money in a treatment, that it's 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 going to be a treatment that's effective for you. And that's why I'd always advise relevant to the cause of um, hair loss that you should always discuss with um, a kind of reputable, recognized medical center who have an interest in treating hair loss because um there are some treatments that can be very effective, very expensive, but not necessarily very effective. Uh, while things like topical minoxidil, which is an old blood pressure medication, which increases uh, scalp blood flow, can be effective for up to about two thirds of patients. There are treatments like we even do that in our, a treatment in our clinic called plasma injections, which can stimulate hair growth, but not in all patients. You have to be quite selective in in your in your patient uh, cohort. And there are some other treatments, but again, as long as people are going somewhere reputable. Um, they're, they're, they'll usually be well looked after. And is that where hair transplants can come in as a possible means of dealing with it? Yeah, so hair transplants are are, are becoming a, a, a lot more common. The problem is, is when those hair follicles go to sleep, if they go to sleep for long enough, they don't wake back up. So once the follicle is gone, it's gone. And no form, a, a lot of treatments for um, 
male pattern baldness or stimulant treatments, but you need a follicle there to stimulate. And there is even a medication which blocks this conversion of testosterone to DHT that can be really effective in men. Um, But once the follicle is gone, the only option is to transplant a hair follicle from a part of the scalp that's not sensitive to this um, uh, process to the region where the hair has been lost. Okay, that's androgenic alopecia. alopecia. But what about alopecia areata? So alopecia areata is much, much, much less common. It occurs about, I think, about 15 in every 10,000 people will suffer with it. And it's a condition that usually presents with patchy hair loss and often presents in childhood. Um, Most people who will get alopecia areata will have their first episode of hair loss by the age of 20. So they'll, they'll have had it by their mid-teens usually. The good news is that 80% of patients who suffer with this patchy hair loss will have a remission. The hair will grow back, but they can have recurrences of it. But about 20% will have a more progressive illness where the they can lose hair from the entire head or sometimes from the entire body. And it's very important for people with alopecia areata that they're referred to specialist care for treatment because up until recently we didn't have a lot of treatments available for this condition but there is now a treatment that can be used uh, called a JAK2 inhibitor which can be prescribed by a consultant dermatologist and that when used in the correct patients can have an amazing effect to restore the hair loss. And then there's one other what you call telogen effluvium how do you pronounce that? So the most important thing to know about alopecia is all the conditions are very hard to pronounce. So telogen effluvium is a condition. So when we come to hair thinning, the hair is doing two things. It's growing. The hairs grow and then they fall out. When they uh, fall out faster than they grow, it it thins. And what happens in telogen effluvium is after a period of either psychological or physiological stress, the new hair follicles growing can take a little bit of a break. And it's a very, very common condition in women post-pregnancy. And up to a third of women can have really marked hair thinning post-pregnancy. But it can also occur in response to um, a temporary illness. So a lot of people suffered with it after, if they had a severe COVID infection or sometimes in early stages of thyroid disease before it's treated, people can get a, a temporary thinning of the hair. The good news with telogen effluvium is it generally doesn't need treatment. And if you make sure that someone has enough iron, enough vitamin D, and you can manage that stressful situation, be it medical or psychological or physiological, um, if you can get that under control, the hair will, ten- will uh, grow back if you give it time. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care. The last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label.